Here's some facts about the member I have on this episode of Harvard Business Beat. They were founded in 1996. They have served over 1,800 students. They have 100% graduates accepted to first choice colleges. They also have a three to one student to teacher ratio, as well as three bus stops in Baltimore County. They are the first EF smart school in the region. This school is intended for bright and creative children in K through 12th grade with dyslexia, ADHD, and language-based learning differences. They instill hope and confidence in their students by fostering a positive and nurturing environment. They focus on teaching their students methods to help them realize their strengths, overcome frustrations, and achieve academic and social success. That's their mission. And I'm excited to have on this episode Suzanne Lippa from the Highland School. So let's hit that intro and get this thing started. Welcome to Harford Business Beat, featuring members of the Harford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Harford County Living, bringing you all the good positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Harford County. Go to HarfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the chamber. What do you do at Highland School? I'm the admissions director. Admissions director. Mm-hmm. Where is Highland School located It at? is on 543, um, so closer to Bell Camp, closer right. to 95. Now, is that K through 12? It is f- first through 12, yes. First through yes. 12. Yep. But Highland School is a private school. It's not affiliated. It is. With, is it affiliated with any church? No. It's a private, independent. Um, really? Yes. So how so long no, have you been in Harford no. County? Um, they started in Street in 1996, so the old uh, Highlands High School. Um, we rented out the top floor. They've only been around since 96? The Highland School, yes. Really? Since 1996. It seems like, I don't know why, but for some reason it seems like it's been a lot longer than that. And maybe... Uh, or maybe the, I am thinking of another one. The Highland School... Um, in Street was a public school on Highlands Road. Okay. So I'm wondering. Maybe if that's what I'm thinking. You of. might be thinking, and they were around, you know, for a hundred years. So that's probably what I was thinking of then. So how how many roughly how many students does Highland School have? We have about seventy kids. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So very small class sizes. Um. I mean, do you guys have a big campus, or is it just... It is a big campus. Okay. We have land for, um, you know, the sports fields. We have a beautiful greenhouse out back. So we have a lot of property. Oh, wow. um, they actually have, like, a sports teams and everything there? We have... It's not very competitive. So okay. we have a basketball team. That is more fun, but we play other schools around right. the area. So it's not, you know, super competitive, but we do play other teams. Now, so, because of COVID, and I know like if public schools, and some of them I believe still are, they were doing a lot of the virtual learning. Right. So we, 
when it first when you happened, first started, right. we did go virtual. Okay. And then um, the following fall, when everybody else stayed virtual, we went back in person. Okay. So we have been back in person since last September. Now, because of that, did attendance drop down or did you guys actually get more students? So attendance... We started off that year lower, right? And then we got a lot of mid-year kids last year. Oh, because they just were not doing well virtually. Right. More the elementary kids had struggles with the virtual learning. Okay. So having us in person, we got more elementary kids mid-year. God, I bet it helped out their social life too. Yes. So they had a really hard time. Yeah. Because they, you know, couldn't be independent doing what the teacher asked them to do online. Middle and high school kids really ha- seem to be able to take it easier. Right. Um, I'm sure they missed the social piece. But oh. they were able to figure out how to get the, you know, virtual learning right. accomplished. You know, I don't know how effective it was, but they, they learned how to do it. So we are finding now more interest in middle school and upper school. Okay. So huh. now that they're everybody's back, then they're kind of like, oh, I missed a lot, <laughs> you know. So it's interesting the way admissions, you know, works that way. Yeah. So how you've been there? You said, what, 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. Doing admissions the whole time? No. So okay. I started as a reading instructor. I was wondering about that because you yep. told me before you used to teach. I taught kindergarten okay. and then I stayed home with my children and then came back to work. And um, Beth Maz Hochberg was mm. one of the founders of the school. And um, she interviewed me and I had just recently completed a reading specialist uh, master's degree. So I was very interested in the assessments and the testing. Right. And at that point, she said, you know, just the direct, I mean, the directors and the um, founders do the test. All right. So from a teacher to read instructor to administrative. Why? Yes. So <laughs> because I wanted to do the testing. Okay. So after, even while we were still at the old school, they asked if I would take a testing position. Oh, okay. So the founders didn't want to do it anymore. So then I took over the assessment. So we test every student um, before we take them just to make sure we can place them in their small groups appropriately. And then um, we test them three more times during the school year. So it's a full-time job. Oh, wow. You know, each child individually three more times. So how long have you been doing that part now? So I... Did that from probably 2007, six maybe 2006 okay. until 2014 when Beth, who was the admissions director, a founder, right? She retired, okay, and then I just kind of moved up into her place. So you've done three different roles there already. Yes, yes. Or am yep. I missing a role? Nope, that was okay. it. So I was a t- an instructor for reading wow. and math for a little bit. Um, and then I took over the testing, and then now I'm admissions. So since you guys are a private school, mm-hmm. what's the recommendations for somebody, or not the requirements <laughs> okay. for somebody to get into the school? 
So students, we serve students who have difficulty in those academic areas. So oh, really? Difficulty with reading, writing, math, um, for a variety of reasons. Huh. So, um, you know, we half the day they spend in small group instruction. Right. So they're with two to three kids. The entire elementary goes in the morning. So it's not like anybody's pulled out right. if they're struggling in something and then they have to go back and be stressed about what they missed. The entire elementary school goes to small group instruction. So for an hour of phonics, an hour of reading comprehension, and an hour of math, they are with two to four students in a group. And the teacher, it's a table, and the teacher sits right at the table with them and works individually with the That's kids. Good. It's really good. So we can meet their needs right. where they are. So oh, if wow. they're reading below grade level, we're going to give them material that they can be successful. Oh, wow. So from the first day they come, they come feeling you know down about yeah. themselves and feeling like they're on the outside and they come to our school even to shadow you know to spend a couple of days with us and they feel so good because they can be successful that's amazing because so, this is I, I, actually i think you're the first private school i've heard of that does that yeah so it's really good so we are able to meet the needs of each individual oh that's student. great that is great. So then the other half of the day they spend in a homeroom, you know, um, class of no more than 12 kids. Right. With a teacher and an assistant, and they do science and social studies. And that's more on grade level, but it's very interactive. Right. So it's multisensory. They, it's hands-on. So it's not like you have to be reading at a eighth grade level if you're in eighth grade. You know, you're going to get that eighth grade vocabulary and eighth grade right. um, concepts okay. with science and social studies. But it's presented in a way that every child can be successful. So is it just for kids that are struggling? Mm -hmm. It's for kids with dyslexia. That is awesome. Or, you know, dysgraphia or, you know, a math disability. I never knew that. And also wow. kids that have executive functioning difficulties. So these kids may not be struggling because they have a learning disability. Right. They may have executive functioning weaknesses. So that is trouble organizing, trouble getting started on your homework or right. getting started on their assignments, trouble getting them turned in after they're completed. So they're failing, but not because they can't do the work, because they just can't organize themselves to get it all together to do it. So we have dedicated classes for executive functioning strategies. So are you guys a 501c3? We are a uh, um, nonprofit. You are a nonprofit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Now, so is there a tuition for the kids? There is a... Pretty extensive tuition. Okay. Yeah. So because of the instructors, the half-day right. small group, um, you know, it costs a lot to... to uh, now, how, how would that work for, let's say, it, it, somebody's income? They, they, I mean, their child qualifies, mm -hmm. but they can't afford it. Is there... We do have a financial aid program. Okay. That's, what I was, that's what I, the word I was looking yep. for. I couldn't think of it. We do have a financial aid program. Okay. We have a committee that will 
It's an online um, application. Right. And it's a pretty extensive application. Okay. So the committee reviews it very carefully, and they try to help as many families to be able to show attend as possible. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, we're a small school, so we don't have a ton of financial right. aid. But the committee makes the best use of it as they can. <clears throat> So how many alumni do you guys get coming back, volunteering or anything like that? We are really working on building that alumni, but okay. it's hard because we did just start our high school. Um, oh. Yeah, so we've traditionally started second through eighth grade. Then we added first, um, and then I want to say, I don't know how long ago, we've had like four graduating this will be our fourth graduating class. Really? So God, we, I'm learning a lot more about you guys. We just started our high school. So our high school is a little bit of a different yeah. program than our elementary and middle. Okay. But they're small, small class sizes. Um, so they're more tailored because of their small class sizes. Right. The education can be tailored to them. Okay. <clears throat> it's Ooh. traditional coursework college prep but it's tailored and individualized to the student do you guys ever do like a career day or anything at school we have yes yeah so we would love i would love to come talk to them i used to do that all for some reason down in prince george's county when i used to work down there i would and it was always in elementary school. Okay. And Wait, I, right. And you think the yeah. upper and middle school And then would I, start, be. I did it up here in Harford County at Riverside. I always, okay. But again, elementary, elementary. school. And I, that always baffled me. I never understood why the high schools, even middle school, doesn't have career day. <laughs> right. You they, would. Yeah. yeah. They, you, you, and. Oh, God, yeah, if you guys do that, contact me. I would love Sure. Well, we could just bring you in for as a speaker. Oh, I don't mind doing that either. And just talk to the kids about. We have a a junior seminar class that leads into a senior capstone class. And it's all about kind of figuring out who you are and where you want to be after, you know, your next step. So it's college, looking at college programs or trade schools or, you know, internships of where you would like to be. So that might fit in really well to be a guest speaker to, you know, those classes. And if you need anybody like on trades or whatever, let me know because I have a lot of kind. And that's one of the things you're, I think you're starting to see more internship programs Mm -hmm. pop up and, uh, trade programs. Right. And I so. think um, COVID has kind of prevented that a little bit, but yeah. hopefully we're getting back to, the, to a place where we can send our kids for intern. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. What, what's the website for people to go to? It's the um, highlandschool.net. Dot net. Yep. You thought you, you thought you were going to forget there for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> but we have another one, hsmd.org. So okay. either one of those. Okay, but either one will direct you to the main site. Yes. Okay. Yep. I didn't realize all that about Highland School. I thought it was a private school, sort of like St. Stephen's. No, and all. so we are very... Hartford Day School. That's the other okay. one I'm thinking of. That's where my niece goes. Okay, that's okay. in Because that's Moore's K-12, Mill. right? It, it's through 8. 8, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't yep. keep up with all but this But that stuff. is, you know, we do get kids occasionally that... 
come to to Highlands from Harper right. Day. They can't, they, you know, Harper Day just can't meet their needs. I never realized <clears throat> that's what you guys do. Mm-hmm. Is there any other private schools like that around that do that? There are Jemisey and um, Baltimore County. I never heard of that. So Greenspring is very. Um, somebody told me that you know you're kind of born going to St. Paul's or you're right. born going to. That's where we struggle being in Hartford County. People are yeah. very public school minded, but in Baltimore County, you know these kids are born to go to. St. Paul's or Maryvale or whatever. And when things don't work out there, why they just go to Jemisey, right? Okay. You know, when, yeah. so we don't have that sort of private school mindedness. Okay. So one of the things you mentioned, you, cause you, you guys deal with students with dyslexia. Mm-hmm. Um, what other type of, I don't, I don't like, like learning different challenges, abil- di- differing mm-hmm. abilities. I should, I, I like that word, but I don't like disabilities. Differing abilities, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, like ADD, ADHD, mm-hmm. and okay. a lot of that has that executive functioning component. Okay, you know, so kids who really struggle because they can't focus or right. can't attend. Um, there's too much happening in the classroom. So, so they, you know, we can serve those kids with our small group instruction. Do you guys ever get like, I mean, whether it be celebrities or whatever, people that have had these challenges themselves to come in and talk to the kids? We have in okay. the past. Um, we could use more. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I, know, I know there are some from here, and mm-hmm. you, the, the, the one young lady growing up, uh, she grew up here, and I never, and she became an actress, never knew she, I think she's got ADHD. Okay. Never knew it, and um, but it's amazing you wouldn't know that. Uh, there's another gentleman I think from Edgewood, Michael I Phelps, he, I believe, was pretty significantly uh, yes. ADHD. Yeah, um, um, and another actor I believe from Edgewood who uh, was dyslexic. Okay, and the work he's done is simply amazing. It is amazing, but I, you wouldn't know this. I think people that have learning challenges have to work so hard yeah. all the way through. And once they figure out, you know, that work ethic as adults, it makes it easier. It's easier for them because they're used to working so hard, you know, that they're often much more successful (laughs) adults. Yeah. Because I know, God, when, when we went to school, you know, ADD, ADHD. What? Right. We had no idea what that no, was. We right. just didn't pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I was never diagnosed. I'm pretty sure I had. Right. It. And, you know. Because I know recording these podcasts a lot. A lot of times I'll see a squirrel run by right. or whatever. And, and, but I'm, I'm serious. But it's, it's to right. me, I, I, I remember seeing somebody, I think it was on one of the public channels, MPT or something like that. A guy that had ADHD, and he was talking about, he didn't use medication, but he was talking about he learned a certain learning method Mm -hmm. that helped him. You just have to find those strategies that work for you. And that's what we do at Highlands very well, is 
give them a toolbox of strategies. And you don't have to use every single one. Not everyone is right for you. Right. So they start in their elementary years. Instead mm-hmm. of the executive functioning class, it's called Mind That's Mine. And they learn about their brains and how they learn and how that's different from the student sitting next to them. So right. it kind of creates a culture of it's no big deal. You need this and to be successful, and I need this. And that self-advocacy. Wow. So that – and then that kind of goes into that executive functioning class in middle school and high school. Wow. So they learn strategies that work for them. Well, thank you for – and tell, tell all the teachers and everybody – and what's her name, Beth? The founder? Yes. Tell her thank you because I think it's awesome that there's a school here that does that, that is able to, and thank God you you don't have a huge, you know, student body or whatever because this way you give, you can give more focus on those kids. We do. We have a And when you mentioned the little, you know, the kids, what, three or four sitting at at the table table for the instructor. And the teacher is right with them. Yeah. It's amazing. That's, oh. God. Suzanne, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. I want to thank Suzanne for coming on once again. And if you have any questions, give the Highland School a call at 410-836-1415. Again, that's 410-836-1415. And check out their website at highlandschool.net. Again, that's highlandschool.net. Net. Remind everybody once again, if you want to come on the Chamber podcast and you haven't yet, email me. Email rbennett at harfordcountyliving.com. We'll go ahead and get scheduled. We'll get you set up and uh, let you get out there and talk about your business and tell everybody else about your business. And just keep in mind, it's not just Chamber members that hear this. It's everybody. And if you're listening to this and you're not a member of the Chamber yet, contact them. Go to harfordchamber.org. Or you can email Heather at Heather at HarfordChamber.org. Until next time, my name is Rich Bennett with Harford County Living. Stay safe and above all else, stay busy.